stopping us right now And there's no stopping us right now And there's no stopping us right now Oh, there's no stopping us, gang. Once again, the most positive show in America is on with you. David Essel in the box, of course. Welcome aboard, and thank you so much for taking the time to join us every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, 1-800-548-8255. I'm going to be going through and giving you a lineup of, of what's going on in the show today, but this is a chance. Free coaching on the air. If you have a thought, you have a question, if you're blocked in life right now, If there's something going on that you're stuck, you're on the fence, maybe in your love relationship or in your career, it could be with health or an addiction issue, maybe with your weight, could be with a career or finances, or maybe there's something going on with a child or a friend that you're struggling with, this is the time. Get free coaching on the air. 1-800-548-8255. We've been doing this for 22 years on radio. Another 22 in store. We know that for sure. Broadcasting as we do. Every Saturday out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network on XM Satellite Radio 168. And for your friends that do not have yet, they have not quite signed up yet for their XM subscription, let them know they can listen to America's Positive Radio Talk Show live via the Internet at talkdavid.com. Our toll-free number again, one 800 548 8255, call us right now. And I'm going to be talking in a couple minutes about what the largest addiction in the world is and how to break it. This addiction is bigger than alcohol, nicotine, food combined. The biggest addiction in the world, I'll tell you what it is. Our guest today, as we always have, unique, inspiring Incredible guest, Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum is back. He's the author of the book, Real Cause, Real Cure. He has helped millions of people to find solutions to chronic pain, fibromyalgia, anxiety, weight gain, and more when other physicians have thrown up their hands. This guy is amazing. We've got Dr. Teitelbaum back. Um, Barbara Dell, who's the executive director of Dress for Success, which is an organization that helps women who are struggling financially, struggling in business, struggling in their careers to get on the right path for success. Looking forward to talking to Barbara. Carrie Nola is on with us. She's a psychotherapist who specializes in many things on the path of personal growth, including her new book on 44 Holistic Tips for Peaceful Sleep. Millions of people suffer with sleep issues right now, have for years, will continue for years, and Carrie's going to give us some ideas on how we can break that sleep disruptive cycle. 1-800-548-8255. What is the biggest addiction in the world, the largest addiction in the world? What you know? I had a chance today to talk to this amazing group of administrative professionals at a conference, and we were talking about communication skills, and we went into this addiction that I'm going to share with you and how disruptive it is when people struggle with addiction and they're trying to get ahead in their careers. How disruptive it is, this addiction is within relationships. How exhausting this addiction is. The addiction we're talking about, by far the biggest one in the world, is called codependency. It is where we have this mindset that we must be liked by everyone. We don't want to rock the boat. 
We have an incredible fear of being judged. We have a fear of rejection, abandonment. We go along with what others say and what they want to do, even when we may not agree with what they say or what they want to do. We just sort of, we're there, we're rocking it. We think it's the right thing to do. We think it's the way to be a good woman, a good guy. Don't rock the boat. Just smile a lot. Do you know what I'm saying? And yet it is the, one of the most debilitating addictions in the world. It destroys self-esteem, self-confidence. It destroys relationships. Uh, it can lead to other addictions because we have to stuff these emotions. Like if you're sitting around with a bunch of people and they're gossiping about someone at work and you know it's wrong, but you nod your head, or you go along with it, and then all of a sudden you've got the guilt and shame that you have to cover up. Or maybe your partner, you know, wants to go out and party again and you just go along like you always do, even though you know you don't want to. Or maybe your child is bugging you to buy the latest X, whatever that is, clothes, games, whatever it might be. You really don't have the money, but you do it because you don't want to hear him cry and scream and make a fuss. Do you see what I'm saying? You know, all these examples are examples of codependency. We so want to be accepted at school, with work, with friends. You know, keeping up with the Joneses is an example of codependency. Um, going out and drinking when you don't want to drink is an example of codependency. It destroys confidence. It destroys our creativity. Um, it destroys our unique voice in this world. It's amazing. Do you know that 50% I work with clients one-on-one five, six days a week. 50% of our client base for the last probably year and a half to two years has been individuals struggling with codependency. I just picked up a new client from London, England that I'm working with over Skype because this is such a powerful addiction that people are finally waking up and going, oh my Lord, that's me. I'm so afraid to have my own voice. I'm so afraid. And yet, you know what's wild is the opposite of that. You know, what do we want to become? We want to become someone who has a strong voice that's willing to be rejected, that's willing to have other people unhappy with you. This is what we want to do. This is truly, this is what the opposite of codependency is independence. And yet, and the other day in the office when I was working with a client and I said, who is it that, that has these characteristics that you know? Of an independent woman, because we were talking about women and how she wants to become more independent, less codependent, and she named someone that she knows, and I said, and what was your first thought when you met her a number of years ago? And without a, without a hesitation, my client goes, she was a bitch. Isn't that fascinating? You know, we look at a woman who's strong, who sets boundaries, who holds consequences to those boundaries, and we look at them as being an inflexible bitch. But a guy that might do that would be a professional. He would be grounded. He would be a strong human being. He would have integrity. Isn't that amazing how we look at these two things? Same traits, men and women, and with women, we go, oh, my Lord, what a bitch. That, not at all. Not at all. When, uh, when I think of uh, another client that I, I think of, um, within the last six months, she's let go of many relationships that were outrageously unhealthy that she had carried for 25, 30 years. I mean, really close relationships, right? Friendships and more. Family members that she had to let go of because she saw that she had been codependent in nature and going along with everything they wanted to do because she was afraid of rocking the boat. That's codependent. It's one of the many, many forms of codependency. Another form of codependency is that we're happy when people around us are happy. And if someone around us is upset, mad, ticked off, anxious, insecure, jealous, we try to heal them. We try to fix them. We want to pull them out of their pain. That's a form of codependency.
amazing. This thing is all over the place. Um, I think of people like Madonna as being an independent person, extremely successful, very independent. Uh, Angelina Jolie from the beginning, independent person, right? Um, Nelson Mandela, independent person. Uh, Dalai Lama, independent person. So that, that's the type of person, you know, we risk being rejected. We were going to be judged. Oh, my Lord. There is, and when you go from a codependent person into an independent person in the workplace, in your home relationship, uh, with your friends, with your family, damn it, you're going to get judged. You know that? You're going to get judged. People will not like the new you. I guarantee it because they're used to you doing whatever the old you used to do. Lots of codependents will threaten friends and family members and children. If you do that one more time, I'm going to X, Y, and Z. But they never hold the the boundary with a consequence. So 10, 15, 20, 30 years later, they're still saying, if you do that one more time, but we lose respect. People don't respect us because we've been saying that forever. So you can heal your codependency. Absolutely, you can go from one end of the spectrum to the other and back to the middle and be very healthy and happy and secure with who you are. But you got to be willing to do the work. 1-800-548-8255. If there's something on your mind, if you're stuck, you're troubled, you don't know where to go with your relationship or your career or your body, call us right now. We've got a few minutes. We're going to be taking calls. 800-548-8255. Free coaching on the air. And you can find out more about the show at talkdavid.com. Talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Listen to David Essel Alive, America's Positive Radio Talk Show. David Essel in the box with you. Welcome aboard. Nice to have you with us. 1-800-548-8255. Going to the email bag. You said recently in your work uh, that you see a huge role that emotions play in chronic pain. I do not agree. I have migraines, and it is pure physical pain. Well, let me share what, what when I said that uh, that a good portion of chronic pain many times, especially migraines, I'm going to be right up front honest with you, is caused by emotion. And I'll, I'll share what we're talking about. The physical manifestation is what you are being made aware of. The physical pain, the throbbing, I can't handle the lights, put me in a room. I don't want to have any more distraction. I don't want to hear any more noise. All of that is the physical manifestation of what is going on underneath. As a matter of fact, one of the best books I ever read on this very topic we're talking about with migraines was done by a guest that we had on the show years ago, Joan Borisenko. And uh, what it's, it's interesting. We were just talking about codependency. Joan found that she did everything for everyone else in her family. She was the martyr. She was the victim. She was in school full time, taking care of the kids, uh, but and never asked for any time for herself. Her frustration, uh, because she needed downtime, she needed to regroup, she needed to refresh herself, she had no alone time. And because she was afraid to ask for that alone time, out came migraines. 
which gave her the downtime she so needed, requested, never requested, excuse me, she needed, but was afraid to request. Isn't that amazing? So that book, I, you know, I know a lot of people struggle with this and they say, no, chronic pain has nothing to do with emotions. It is actually simply a physical problem, but it's not the truth. There's a huge, huge role that emotions play with this. one 800 548-8255-1-800-548-8255. Call us with your thoughts, your questions, and we will uh, we'll get you on the air. Absolutely. Let's go to um, New Mexico. Mike, you're on with David Essel. Hi, David. I just uh, uh, discovered your show today. I'm really glad I did. Um, I've been doing something for the last several years, and it's ruined my last relationship with a really good woman, and it's straining the relationship I have with my dad. Um, I, you know, I'm a truck driver and I listen to a lot of different radio shows throughout the day and I have this fear about the collapse of our society, about the collapse of our dollar, about food shortages, things like this. The people that I talk to about it say, oh, it's because of the things you listen to and it makes me feel like I'm being completely, uh, nonsensical to think that these things might possibly happen. Okay. So, so you're talking to your friends and your family and you're, you're talking and, and I'm going to say that part of what you're bringing up is conspiracy theory and part of it is reality theory. Okay, Mike? Okay. Be, because, you know, we, we have to admit that some tragedies do happen, could happen. Collapses of governments have happened in the past. They could happen again, correct? That's totally correct. Okay. Now, and then on the other hand, um, a lot of my buddies in talk radio that have been hosting shows as long as I have love to feed off of the possibility because it is very exciting, Mike. It's very, it, um, it gets people riled up. I understand totally. I, the thing that worries me, the worry that I have, and I've actually made my uh, knot in my stomach over it sometimes is to think, well, it may be a very minuscule chance that these things will happen in our country. But wouldn't I just look like the fool if I didn't take time, you know, to buy canned food and, and ammunition and things, survival stuff? And, and people tell me that I'm wasting my time and my money and I should be saving and putting my money in the bank. But I know that the banks are unstable. Well, you know, when, when, when someone says this to me, I always say, then go look at gold or silver as an investment, right? Sure. Gold and silver, I mean, you know, from, from everything I've read and all the experts that I know in the financial market saying if you're worried about doomsday coming financially and the crash of the U.S. marketplace, have to have gold, have silver, have something that the value is going to always be there and it's a tradable commodity. Hmm. But here's something, Mike, that I, I want to share with you that I'm going to now give the flip side. You know, our thoughts are outrageously powerful, and if we're spending a good portion of our day filling our brain with the potential of doom and gloom, that probably means our attitude is going to suck, and it probably means that we're not going to be maximizing our potential because we are so concerned with the what-ups of the world. Does that make sense? You're so right about that. I feel like my life is slipping away. It's as if I don't even have a life. I think about these things from the moment I wake up, so the moment I go to bed and I'm, I feel like I'm missing out on so much of life. Absolutely. And, Mike, this becomes an addiction, okay? So this is an addiction. And the definition of an addiction is any thought, 
substance or behavior that we return to on a regular basis that is not for in our best interest. That's the simplest definition of an addiction. So when we return to, and I love talk radio, hell, I've been in it for 22 years, but when we return to media, internet, radio, TV, that continues to focus on the negative, we become what we listen to, watch, and read. And all of a sudden, what you just said is so typical. Years go by, we lose friendships, we become aggressive in our communication with people, we spend so much time worrying that worry becomes our life instead of joy and fun and happiness. I think what you're saying is completely true. What kinds of things can I do right now? Other, I mean, is it as simple as just turning the radio off? Okay, this is what I would do. So that you don't go to cold turkey and your head explode. Um, what, what I would say, Mike, is, is give yourself one hour a day to listen to this conspiracy theory, negativity, doom and gloom stuff. Okay, one hour out of 24 hours. Okay. Okay, and then the rest of the time, make better choices with what you're listening to, reading and watching. And I'll tell you what, if you go to our website and I'm going to promote this right now because it's free. Talkdavid.com. You can listen to hundreds of our shows that are archived. So you can just download away and you could have hundreds of hours of some of the most proactive, powerful guests you'll ever hear anywhere in the media in the world right now in order to fill your brain with what is possible versus what is negative and conspiracy based. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. That's a great idea. I think I'm going to do that. You know, and, and then I'm, you know, our talkdavid.com is our website, but we're one of billions of websites out there with really great news. Mike, I am so glad you called with this topic because you're not the only one. There's millions of our listeners right now that I know are going, okay, well, this guy puts in how many hours a day, but I put in way too much as well. So you really open up the ears of the world with your call, and I thank you for doing so. Thanks a lot for your time. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. 1-800-548-8255. That is a perfect call. That is a beautiful call. That is an absolutely stunning call. Do you know how many of us sit behind the TV, the computer, the, in our car, listening to shows, and it's all about getting us riled up with what isn't working and how the heck can you have the most proactive, productive life in the world when your brain has become a sponge to crap? You can't. Remember that garbage in, garbage out years ago with the computer? Garbage in, garbage out. You cannot sit and listen. You know, bless Nancy Grace's heart. But you cannot sit and listen to that kind of stuff all the time and have a great attitude. As a matter of fact, do you know I had a physician, an MD, it was a client of mine probably about three years ago, came in because his girlfriend said, you have the crappiest attitude in the world. Here you are helping patients all day long. You come home, you're an idiot. And so I asked him to go ahead and to do a time recall. Like, what do you do in your free time? What are you watching, listening to? Um, what are you reading, right? And this guy, just like Mike in New Mexico, this guy comes in and he listens to all this controversial friends of mine. I won't even mention their names. I'll just say they're friends of mine in media. But it's all about lack and negativity and attacking. And he came in and he showed me it and he goes, okay, I know what I need to do. Do you know he came back two weeks later? He said, I can't do it. I can't shut it off because it becomes an addiction. He continued to want to go back to it until his girlfriend gave him an ultimatum and said, Hey, Doc, you either stop this nonsense at night or we're through. You stop watching and listening to all this crap on TV or we're done. That was the only thing that broke him of his addiction to negativity, gossip, conspiracy theory, and more. Think about it, gang. What we think, read, and hear, we become. 
What are you thinking about? What are you reading about? What are you listening to? What are you watching? Because we're going to become it. All of a sudden, life is going to pass us by. Stay tuned to David Essel Live. We have the answers, just like this, to help you lead a more productive, powerful, loving life. 1-800-548-8255. So glad you're with us. TalkDavid.com. We've got great information coming up. Stay right there. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show, celebrating 22 years on the air. And very nice that you've chosen to share some of your weekend with us. And don't forget, while we're here Saturdays, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, you can stay inspired seven days a week. Just join our Facebook page, David Essel Alive. Just go and like it. And seven days a week, we post motivational videos, quotes. We give you book ideas, so much that we share uh, on our Facebook page so that you can stay inspired seven days and then be with us in person every Saturday. 1-800-548-8255. There are millions of people in this world that suffer, and I want to even say maybe unneedlessly, from conditions like chronic fatigue syndrome, anxiety, weight, unexplained weight gain, uh, then diseases like uh, uh, lupus and so many more, and they don't know what to do to get relief. Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum is with us back again. He's the author of four best-selling books, the most recent one, Real Cause, Real Cure, the nine root causes of the most common health problems and how to solve them. And he's an MD, medical doctor, who has found ways conventional and alternative ways to help people heal from some of these really perplexing conditions. Dr. Teitelbaum, aloha. Aloha, David. Great to be with you again. Yes, <laughs> and wonderful to have you. And how is the weather in Hawaii today? Always gorgeous, right? Uh, always perfect. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I, I just love it. And, and, and I, I, at the last time I asked you, Dr. Teitelbaum, which island are you on? I live on the Big Island. I'm about 99 miles away from the volcano where it's flowing. Oh, is there one flowing right now? For the last thirty years. <laughs> oh my lord! That's have you have you visited it? Can you get close to it? Absolutely. I, actually, I was walking up once and trying to you know poke a stick in the lava, and then I looked yeah. down and noticed it was forming a circle around me, so I hopped out several <laughs> times. But yes, it, it was cheaper than leg hair wax. It, it singed all the hairs off my leg. You know. Oh my oh gosh! So that that's only one a trip we need to try once, right? <laughs> Oh, come on. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I have a question. There, we're going to talk about some of your success stories, but I have a, a general question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there, we have so many listeners that I know struggle because we get emails with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia and anxiety and all these kind of things. What is your best advice, advice for a listener who struggles with these conditions, and when they go to their doctor, their doctor just shakes their head and says, you know, there really isn't anything I can do. What What do you say, say to them? Well, basically, you're not going to change your doctor or teach them. You, you don't want to go to somebody and say, I need heart bypass surgery. They say, I don't know how, and give them a scalpel. That's a big mistake. Right. So you go to somebody who knows what they're doing. Um, on our website at endfatigue.com, we have a list of uh, practitioners. Um, and I, I actually treat people by phone from all around the world with hmm. chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. 
Um, some people say, no, no, I can't do it by phone. I have to come to Hawaii instead. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but it, this is very, very treatable. You just have to go to somebody who knows what they're doing. And when your doctor yeah. says, I don't know what's wrong with you, so you're crazy, give them a big hug. Say, thank you for letting me know up front that you're an idiot and walk out the door. <laughs> you know? Well, and, you know, and, and we can't expect doctors to know everything, but we do have to find people that do know these conditions is what you're saying. Absolutely. I, you know, you don't go, like I said, you don't give somebody a book from Bypass the Fantastic and a Scalpel and say, cut the open. <laughs> you want to go to somebody who knows what they're doing. Right. And, and you, now you had your own personal experience we discussed last time on the show. Um, since, since your, your college days when you broke down and, and because of all the stress, um, and found that you had some type of a condition that was not quote unquote treatable by just normal medical means. Have you faced any other challenges health-wise in your life, Dr. Teitelbaum? Well, again, the, the key thing with the fibromyalgia is that uh, I have that post-viral fatigue and chronic fatigue syndrome, and yeah. it, it shows me so many different faces of different things, whether you're looking at sinus problems, sugar addiction, uh, bowel problems. These are all different faces of the disease, and what I've done is I use them. And when, you know, when I get a pain, it's like, oh, good. And like I play with it and I experiment with it and I explore it and I see what it's doing and what makes it go away. And then when I'm done with it, I say, okay, go away. And I, I, know, I know how to get rid of them. But each of these little things teaches me. This is how I learn about yeah. how to address all of these different problems. You know, we, I'm going to have you on. The next time we, we come on, I'm going I'm to devote a full segment to the whole sugar addiction thing. But um, really quickly with this question I want you to answer right now. How much of a problem is sugar with all these different conditions we're talking about? Digestive problems, chronic fatigue, fibro. What role does sugar play with these in general? Massive. This hmm. is like, it's like the lava that's flowing and, and, and the fire that's driving these problems. Um, sugar addiction, major problem with fibromyalgia. You have sinus problems, you have bowel problems, spastic colon, sugar, especially in sodas and fruit juices, a key driver. So I'm not saying that you need to cut out desserts. You know, I come from a basic uh, uh, you know, seminary background, and you know the old rabbis, these old Eastern European guys with black hats and robes and big beards and everything, and they said, you know, <laughs> God is our host, and if you don't fully enjoy everything God gives us, we're insulting our host you know, hmm. in life. So, so desserts are good, and things that taste good are good. The problem is all, 150 pounds is added in food processing per person per year. That's what's killing people. So you want chocolate? Chocolate's a health food. Get it the best tasting one you can. Savor it without guilt, but go for quality instead of quantity. Yeah. Do you do you ever have someone in the beginning of the healing process be totally sugar free to to try to clear out whatever the if if it's the candida or whatever the yeast the overgrowth whatever happened do you ever have people go on like a sugar free diet in the beginning to get down to a base grounded level? Oh, absolutely. And what I tell them is if I'm in a dark parking lot at night and I see headlights coming at me and you're behind the wheel and it's the first 10 days that you come off sugar, I am running <laughs> for my life. You know, so, <laughs> and and that's, that's one of the things that drove me to learn how to get people to be able to come off sugar without the withdrawal stuff. And that's what the Beat Sugar Addiction Now book is about. Um, yeah. So, so yes, sometimes you really need to starve the little buggers when you're going after the candida uh, in the beginning. But that's for a couple months. And then you can now and make it and when you say just for a couple months, are we is that like sugar clear, sugar free for a couple months? Oh, 
it doesn't. Nothing has to be that strict. <laughs> you really? know, you're, you're starving them, mm-hmm. and if they happen to get a little nibble here and there, you're going to be wanking them anyway with the treatments. So, it's it uh, life isn't that difficult. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I well, I I know several people that have been in touch with our show. They listened to you before. They've gone on the sugar free program. And God's honest truth, Doctor Tidebaum, you're going to know this because you hear it all the time. But they'll tell me within seven days of being free of sugar that all of their problems digestively cleared up, like within that seven day period of time. And these are people that suffered for ten, fifteen, twenty years. Yep, you stop pouring gasoline on the fire, and, and you can put the thing out. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing how much sugar drives these problems. Do you believe that with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue and these type of conditions, do you believe there's any possible genetic link, or is it mainly oh, environmental, emotional? Oh, it's absolutely there's a genetic link. Um, people are prone. Uh, people who have it, uh, about half of them have a family member with it. But, David, let me flip it around a bit, because we view the illness as the enemy, and it's not. It's more like a circuit breaker in our home. You know how you blow a fuse if you put sure. too many space heaters? Well, mm-hmm. some people have a circuit breaker uh, that's a little more sensitive, so it's more likely to go off. And that actually is protecting them from, the, from harm in the face of overwhelming stress. So people who genetically have a circuit breaker set to go off a bit more easily um, are more prone to get it. The people who don't have that are more likely to get degenerative diseases because the circuit breaker didn't go off to protect them. So right. the fibromyalgia is actually a protective mechanism on the body's part in the face of an overwhelming stress. What you need to do is to get rid of the things that are overwhelming the body, whether it's the sleep problems, the hormonal problems, infections, nutritional other problems, and then turn the circuit breaker back on, and then people feel great. We're talking with Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. He's going to come back after this break, and we'll look at some of the, the, the people he've worked with, success stories that he has worked with personally, endfatigue.com. For more information on his work, endfatigue.com. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio talk show, talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay there. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio talk show every Saturday, giving you ideas with some of the top guests in the world, like Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, who's with us right now, author of the book, Real Cause, Real Cure, the nine root causes of the most common health problems and how to solve them. And if you missed any of the show, or if you have friends of yours that could benefit from Dr. Teitelbaum's advice, you can have them listen to the archives, 100% free, talkdavid.com. Just send them to talkdavid.com. A day or two after this show, they will be up and able for you to listen to for free. Uh, let's go to Edward in Oregon. You're on with David Essel and Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. Go for it, Edward. Yes. How, how are you today? Okay. Wonderful. Um, the, my neck is uh, very tight. And uh, if you run your hands along both sides of the shoulders, the muscle is tight right there, but it's kind of being smooth. It feels pitted, kind of. And I was wondering what that may be. And the only relief I get is if I pop my neck and it's short-lived when it pops. 
Well, Edward, here's what you want to look at. Um, when muscles are like a spring, and when they don't have enough energy, they get stuck in a shortened position, and the belly of that muscle bunches up. So as you run your fingers along the muscle, you're going to feel like tender marbles in the center of the muscle that hurt, and then you'll feel these kind of dips where the muscle's thinner because it's all bunched up in the center. So you're going to find that it's basically, in most cases, those are tight muscles. And then you can pop them, you can stretch them, but until you treat what's causing those muscles to go tight in the first place, and it's the same kind of thing we see in fibromyalgia, which is where the muscles go tight all over your body. Um, so when you get a good night's sleep, you get proper hormonal support. How old are you now, Edward? 54. Okay, so you're, there's a good chance if you find that your cholesterol is going up, your blood pressure is going up, you're getting a bit of a spare tire, uh, you may find that your testosterone level is down lower than it should be, and that's going to also throw the muscles into spasm, and that's using not the poison that bodybuilders sometimes abuse, but there's, there's bioidentical hormone support. Um, you want to get a good nutritional support. There's a multivitamin powder you can find in most health food stores or at endfatigue.com called the Energy Revitalization System. Um, you just take that one drink a day, and people find that that helps out their muscles to release. They feel a lot better in general. Um, there's a herbal mix called Curamin, C-U-R-A-M-I-N. Uh, you take that for about six weeks, you'll find the muscle pain is going to start to ease up and go away in most cases as well. So it's basically a tight muscle because the muscles don't have enough energy. Edward, I have a question for you. Doc, Dr. Teitelbaum went through a whole litany of things, but a couple of things he said is that if you see your weight or especially weight around the midsection, blood pressure increasing, cholesterol incre increasing, do you know if that's happening with you? Uh, well, I drive a truck and I am overweight, about 130 pounds overweight. I'm trying to work on getting some exercise. I do take uh, vitamins and things. I try to use a food-based vitamin such. And I do a green blend that's uh, uh, and stuff like that. Okay, those can be okay. good too. Now, also with the truck, sometimes with the tight shoulders, um, the reason it's localized in one area is that there tends to be a, a physical or ergonomic stress. So you may want to have the truck checked out, make sure that the wheel is set right, the seat is set right, that you don't have things where basically you're holding your shoulders, mm. the weight of your hands up in the air on the steering wheel, and straining your shoulders uh, during the day without. Hey, Dr. Okay. Teitelbaum, that, that reminds me of something. Years ago, uh, I was working at, at a television station, on-air reporting, and some of the people in the station were having all kinds of shoulder issues. They brought in a physical therapist, and, and this was support personnel, right? They brought in a physical therapist who altered all of their chairs, some of them quite dramatically, and the distance they were from the keyboard in this case, of course, for Edward, it, it would be the wheel. How Would Edward have to get a physical therapist to take a look at his seat position and wheel, or is there some other type of professional that could do that as well? Well, it's, it's not a specific specialty, but chiropractors, physical therapists, mm. anybody who knows about ergonomics, you may find that somebody who has an office furniture store who knows about it. So you just have to ask around, ask around with your friends, somebody who knows ergonomics, who can take a look at how the inside of the cab is set up for you so that you can go ahead and make sure that, that you're not having to hold your muscles in one position for a long time as you do these, uh, these long hauls, even short hauls. Yeah. Hey, Edward, how does that sound? Uh, it sounds really good. I thank you for your help, sir. 
Yeah, it was great, great to talk to you, Edward. Thank you very much. 1-800-548-8255. That's our toll-free number, 1-800-548-8255. We've got about four minutes left, Dr. Teitelbaum, and one of the clients I wanted to talk about is um, a woman named Kathy, 49 years old, struggled with fatigue, insomnia, chronic pain, had gone to eight different doctors that could not help her. Tell us about her story. We've got about four minutes. Tell her about when she came in and what the end result was when you worked with her. She's a common uh, example of what happens when women go through menopause. And what happened is her periods uh, were still going, but she was going estrogen deficient. And meanwhile, she was starting to get weight gain, cold intolerance. Uh, her husband was getting kicked a lot when he was sleeping. Um, and she found that her periods, uh, around her periods, her fibromyalgia symptoms got worse. Uh, she went to the doctor. The doctor said, I don't know what's wrong with you. You're crazy. Well, it turned out that even though her thyroid levels were normal, she had a positive antibody for thyroid, uh, what's called Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and really had low thyroid despite normal lab tests. Her estrogen and progesterone and testosterone levels were low uh, and had been for about six years. And when we went ahead and gave her the thyroid and went ahead and gave her some bioidentical uh, hormone replacement therapy, she felt a lot better. But in addition, because of the thyroid, she had heavy periods and was iron deficient. That was causing her restless leg syndrome at night. We gave her iron, and her restless leg syndrome went away. And then not only could she sleep, but her husband could sleep. And yeah. when we did those things, her fibromyalgia pain went away, her energy went up, and she was feeling like a new woman. Now, when, when you work with someone like Kathy, how long is it normally for when you start working with them until they see a dramatic result in their pain, sleep, et cetera? Is, there a, like, is it usually 30 days or 90 days? Is there some kind of average? In the study we had done, um, by the three-month mark, uh, people were feeling an average of 75% improvement in quality of wow. life. At the wow. two-year mark, that was up to 90% average improvement in quality of life. And That's incredible. And down by 50%. Uh, as you're no qualified as having fibro. Yeah. Yeah. And as you're listening right now, ladies and gentlemen, if this affects you or someone you know, jot this website down, endfatigue.com. Endfatigue.com. And that was going to bring up, well, I have uh, two really quick questions for you. You said that her, her thyroid, that even though her thyroid measured normal on a thyroid test, that she had a low functioning thyroid. How do you figure that out if the test said it's, it was average? What happens, to, to be abnormal, you have to be in the lowest 2% of the population. Uh, for mm-hmm. example, a normal shoe size would be anything beside, between 5 and 13. So if somebody is a size 6 shoe, but they're a 210-pound guy who's 6 foot 4, and they say they can't get their toe in, I don't care if, the toe, if this test is normal. <laughs> um, she's tired, <laughs> achy, weight gain, cold intolerant. Her thyroid right. is in the lowest 20% of the normal range. She needed thyroid hormone. Gotcha. That makes total sense. Total sense. And the other thing, quickly, is it, because you sort of alluded to this, like after three years or whatever it was, two years, there was a 90% um, uh, improvement in symptoms. Is it possible for someone with fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue to be free of those conditions? Absolutely. 100% free? Yes. The illness is not the enemy. It just feels like the enemy because it it makes your life miserable. But once you learn what it is, and how to make the symptoms go away and feel better, you understand that it's your body's way of saying that something needs attention. And that's mm. more importantly, that you're starting to put energy into places that you really don't want to be doing, that you're starting to do things you should do instead of what you really want to be doing. So it becomes actually a, like one of the gauges on your dashboard that tells you when something needs attention. But people can yeah. feel great. I feel great. And if you saw my yeah. 
schedule or make most people head, head spin. Right? <laughs> but I'm only doing stuff I love to do. Right, right. That makes a huge difference. Uh, Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum has been our guest. The name of the book, author of Real Cause, one of his four best-selling books, Real Cause, Real Cure, the nine root causes of the most common health problems and how to send, how to solve them. Uh, his website, endfatigue.com. Dr. Teitelbaum, it's always a blast having you on. We'll do it again. And you have a beautiful day there in Hawaii. Uh, you too. David, always a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye now. 1-800-548-8255, 1-800-548-8255. Let me share this. This is so important. Regardless of where you are right now with your health, as we were just talking with Dr. Teitelbaum, if you're talking about relationships, at any given time, at any time at all, you can start to turn it all around. You really can. If you've struggled with migraines for years, if you struggle with finances for years, if you've struggled in love relationships for years, at any time, you can absolutely begin to turn it around. But here's the key. You're going to have to do the opposite in that area of life of what you're comfortable doing. You're going to have to make changes. You're going to have to do some things that are uncomfortable, changing your diet, changing your spending, changing your approach to love. If you're willing to do that, your life can radically change. Let us help you every Saturday. Visit TalkDavid.com for more information. More to come. I'm David Essel. Stay there.